Coming up, the defending champions faced off against a familiar foe and a rookie led the way in a Cavs win over the Bulls. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Hey everyone, you're listening to Locked On Now, NBA local experts on the biggest stories around the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from Wednesday night. The Milwaukee Bucks and Miami Heat have met in each of the last two playoffs and faced off again in Miami last night for our biggest game. The Biggest Game the Milwaukee Bucks lost to the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals in the bubble and then beat Miami in the first round last season. That kind of history made for a rowdy crowd in Miami on Wednesday, and the Heat used that energy and smooth shooting to get a win. Our Locked On Bucks host has the postgame recap. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked On Bucks as Milwaukee dropped one in Miami, 113-104. to They haven't done a lot of losing lately, but uh, they do lose this game. And this was an undermanned Miami team, but, geez, they battled hard. And I actually found myself watching this game appreciating our old friend, PJ Tucker. We got used to watching him on a nightly basis play with the type of intensity he did tonight. He did a pretty good job on Giannis. Smaller guys sometimes can frustrate Giannis. Giannis looked a little bit out of sorts in this one. He only had... 15 points in this game. And it was perhaps a little bit of revenge from Miami. Last year, if you remember, the Bucks shot a NBA record 29 threes in this building. Tonight, Miami have 22 threes in the game, a franchise record. The Bucks were only 30% from three. That math game isn't quite going to work out. And two role players for Miami in particular stood out. And I want to give a shout out to Bryn Forbes, our old friend. Bryn Forbes walked, so Max Struess, and Caleb Martin could run. They watched Bryn Forbes destroy the Heat in the first-round playoff sweep last year. They were inspired clearly by Bryn Forbes. So shout-out to Max Struess and Caleb Martin. We're going to break down this game uh, bit by bit on the post-game pod, Locked on Bucks, wherever you get your podcasts. And now on YouTube. If you haven't checked us out on YouTube, uh, give us a subscribe. Uh, we would really appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys in a second. The Clippers' up-and-down start isn't what L.A. wanted to see out of one of its supposed contenders. And Locked On Clippers hopes a win over the Celtics can help steady the waters. What's going on, Clips fans? Chuck Lockler here, one half of the hosting duo over at Locked On Clippers, coming at you after the Clippers eke out a win against the Celtics. This one, 114-111. This was the night of Brandon Boston Jr. He had 27 points off the bench, the 51st pick in last year's draft, was scoring at every level. He had some nice passes. He played some okay defense in a night where there wasn't any Paul George. We needed someone to score 27, and it happened to be the youngest player on the Clippers. Marcus Morris was absolutely clutch as well. He had 20 points. Zubats hit some late free throws to ice this one. We weathered a Jason Tatum third quarter. Just fantastic offensive display. I don't know. At this point, with how up and down the roster is, we need these kinds of wins. It's on to the Orlando Magic at 12.30 on Saturday. The Celtics lost to the Lakers on Tuesday night and fell to 0-2 against LA's team in as many days by falling to the Clippers. Locked on Celtics recaps a winless trip to the City of Angels. Hey there, John Corrales here from the Locked on Celtics podcast after the Boston Celtics. 114-111 loss to the LA Clippers. The Celtics 
staging a frantic fourth quarter comeback that falls just short. They cut the lead down to one after the Clippers were up as many as 21 in the second half. Celtics, though, will regret 23 turnovers leading to 33 Clippers points. Way, way, way too sloppy. Marcus Smart had four turnovers. Robert Williams had six. Jason Tatum had six. Just way too sloppy on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, the Celtics are tired. There's no doubt about that. They played a back-to-back. Utah-Portland, which is tough. Then they came to L.A. and played a tough back-to-back against the Lakers and the Clippers. But the Celtics came out and played okay in the first quarter, and then it just all fell apart in the second and third. They're normally good second and third quarter teams. It wasn't until the middle of the third quarter that they finally woke up and started playing good basketball, which shows they had it in them, but they just couldn't get it going early. A disappointing loss. The Celtics giving up a ton of offensive rebounds again, and the points in the paint, the points off turnovers, like I said, it just leads to a ton of good shots, a ton of makeable shots for the Clippers. And yeah, it's great that they came back. It is awesome that a team can come back from 21 down. There's no quit. That's great. But the Celtics can't get down that big that early. They let a bad offensive team put up 39 points in the second quarter. Not going to cut it. And it's not going to get any easier from here on out because they've still got to go play the Suns. Then they come home to play Milwaukee and Golden State. This can turn into a really, really bad losing streak if the Celtics are not careful. I'm going to talk about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. The Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Chicago Bulls to get back above 500 on the season, and Evan Mobley continued to make a name for himself in the NBA on the way. Locked on Cavs tells the story of a big win with the help of a great performance from a young big man. Hey everyone, Evan Damerel here, co-host of Locked On Cavs at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse with a Locked On Now takeaway after the Cleveland Cavaliers 115-92 home victory over the Chicago Bulls. It feels good for the Cavs to get back into the win column after two tough losses to the Utah Jazz and the Milwaukee Bucks. And it's becoming more and more clear that Evan Mobley is by and far the best rookie in this year's rookie draft class. Fun fact, Evan Mobley is the first Cavs rookie to have five blocks in a single game since LeBron James. I don't know if you've heard of this LeBron James guy, but I think he's pretty freaking good. Hear about this and more on Locked On Cavs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up, the New York Knicks get a win on the road, and the Rockets' impressive win streak continues. This is Locked On Now NBA. Okay, everybody, Bet Online has you covered all season long. There's more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues its march to the playoffs. Only five more regular games left. Hard to believe. But Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games, you guys, you can take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for all of these sports and the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts again. A 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. 
You are listening to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. The Indiana Pacers used a big team effort to blow out the Knicks in Indiana last night for our best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Now, the Indiana Pacers went into last night with big questions about the future of the team, but they didn't let those distractions keep them from a win over the New York Knicks. Our Locked On Pacers host explains everything that's going on with Indiana. Tony East here, the host of Locked On Pacers in Gamebridge Fieldhouse, to say what rumors the Pacers smoke the Knicks at home in their first game since an athletic article suggesting the Pacers could be changing directions in the future. Pacers first game since then, they win 122-102 to 102 over the Knicks. They controlled this game from start to finish. All five starters finished with 15 or more points. They were all fantastic. Chris Duarte led the way with 23 points and six assists, perhaps his best game as a pro, the Pacers prized rookie. So really impressive performance from the Pacers, both to follow up yesterday's performance or yesterday uh, piece about the team, one in which you know suggested that you know, they could be changing directions and rebuilding in the future to respond to that in a way that does not suggest it's, suggest it's a distraction to come out and beat a decent team in New York at home handily and everybody played well. Literally every Pacer that was active ended up playing and playing well in this game. It was a nice statement win from the Pacers who also spoke after the game about the report about a team meeting with uh, the coaches and front office. So lots to get to and break down on tomorrow's Locked On Pacers podcast. The Brooklyn Nets weren't able to figure out their offense without star scorer Kevin Durant. And Locked On Nets tells you what happened with a team that's supposed to have plenty of firepower without the slim reaper. Doug Norrie, Locked On Nets here, coming at you following a 114-104 loss to the Houston Rockets, who do keep their win streak alive. Nets are not able to keep theirs going following a nice win over Dallas uh, the night before, back-to-back, no Kevin Durant in this game. Offense looked like a mess. Defense had problems, too. James Harden was not able to sort of carry the load that they needed him to do uh, without Kevin Durant there. rest of the team pretty much came up short all around. Cam Thomas does come in off the bench for 18 points. Only one other player besides Patty Mills and James Harden took a three out of the starting lineup for the Brooklyn Nets. The offense was stagnated. There was no spacing. It was all kinds of problems. You want to call it a schedule loss, we'll call it a schedule loss. Uh, It's not like the Rockets are beating down the door of the playoffs right now. So a lot of different ways to slice this one. We are going to be covering the whole thing over on the Locked On Nets podcast. Go check it out. We'll see you over there. We'll be talking this loss against Houston on Wednesday night. Luka Doncic admitted he's not in the best basketball shape right now, but it didn't keep the Mavericks from winning last night. It's still been a rough stretch for Dallas, though, and Locked On Mavericks recaps a much-needed win. The Dallas Mavericks get a much-needed bounce-back win in Memphis against the Grizzlies. Nick Engstead from the Locked On Mavericks podcast here. And without John Morant, the Memphis Grizzlies fall to the Dallas Mavericks, who are essentially at full strength. The Mavericks finally hit some threes in this game. Just 12 for the 33 that they took in this game, but the Mavs will take it. They needed this after losing three straight. The Mavericks had lost eight of their last 10 games, absolutely in a slide, but it was Luka Doncic overall that just proved to be too much for the Memphis Grizzlies. He was a plus 18 in this game. He had 26 points, eight boards, seven assists, and when he was in the game, he just hit big shots. He made big plays. He was the one that that made everything work. And then Reggie Bullock, finally, finally, my guy, finally hitting some threes, four of six in the game, finally hitting some threes. 
And I can't talk about this game without mentioning there's a little there's a little chicanery, some weird stuff with the refs happening in this game. The Memphis Grizzlies were absolutely livid at various points of this game. Several technicals. Dylan Brooks had to be held back by multiple coaches because he was going at the officials. It was just weird game overall for the Grizzlies and for the refs. But the Mavs take the win. We'll take it. And the Dallas Mavericks will break it all down on the Lockdown Mavericks podcast. The Grizzlies were not happy throughout this game with ejections and lots of officiating to be done. And Locked On Grizzlies didn't like how any of it contributed to the Memphis loss. Unfortunately, the Memphis Grizzlies' five-game winning streak came to an end tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Sorry about that. Unfortunately, the Memphis Unfortunately, the Memphis Grizzlies' five-game... Unfortunately, the Memphis Grizzlies' five-game winning streak came to... It's kind of hard to find a rhythm when the whistle is constantly blowing. Sean Coleman here with the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. All joking aside, yes, the refs certainly did play a part in tonight's game. I feel the Grizzlies had every reason to be frustrated at the end of the game. But the even bigger issue for Memphis, with Luka Doncic in the game, the best talent on the court was on the other team, and he played like it, especially in the fourth quarter. So the Grizzlies were going to have to create advantage somewhere, and they just did not. Though Jaron Jackson Jr. had a very good game, 29% from three, 38% from the field, 60% on 25 attempts from the free throw line, the Grizzlies just did not create an advantage anywhere, and it showed up and made the difference in the Mavericks' favor in this game. Though the Grizzlies have certainly looked very good on offense at times, without jaw, they also have struggled, and tonight it showed up to where they just simply did not have enough to overcome offensive struggles. But they're going to have to put this behind them with the Lakers coming to town tomorrow and then a surging Rockets team and a good 76ers team coming up three games over the next five nights. Yes, a frustrating night, but you got to put it behind you and certainly move on. We'll have this and much more on the post-game edition of the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. On the post-game edition of the Locked On Grizzlies. On the post-game edition of the Locked We'll talk to you soon on the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. Have a great night. The Utah Jazz won in Minneapolis and did it with a lot of threes. In fact, Utah has been hitting so many threes that last night's effort made some history, as Locked On Jazz explains. Frozen lakes or jazz red-hot three-point shooting? What's more common in Minneapolis? Tonight, it might have been the jazz three-point shooting. David Locke here with Locked On Jazz. The Jazz blow out the Minnesota Timberwolves and win their fifth straight, and they become the first team in NBA history to hit 23s in three straight games. The Jazz came in with the number one offense in the NBA, playing their third straight game against a top five defensive team. And for 11 of the 12 quarters, the Jazz have torched top five defensive teams. And the Jazz are clicking on all cylinders. Donovan Mitchell is at the front of it. He has scored 30 points in four straight games for the Utah Jazz, who blew out the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight in Minneapolis by the final score of 136 to 104. Carl Anthony Towns just took two shots in the first half of this game. That's a wrap for us. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. For more on the association and your favorite team, make your second listens Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kim Becker, and this has been Locked On Now. Locked On, your team every day.